So it's warm in London. Why is it so warm in London, Professor Tim? <laughs> because it is. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's because of Westminster, the warmth, the flatulence, all that hot air. No, I, I think most of it is actually provided by Liz, by, 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 by Liz Trust thinking. Um, I, I, I don't think it's flatulence in her case. I just think it's the sort of the, 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 the huff of um, resentment and frustration. For being thrown out. I think she throws herself out. I mean, you know, I'm throwing myself out there. I'm throwing myself out there. Take me, take me. Um, I shouldn't say that, should I? I mean, probably many oh, people. Oh, you should. Have. Um, it needs to be said. It really does. <laughs> well, I think I wouldn't be the first. Um, no last. Nor, I would nor last. Sad when um when I go into London, uh, how cold it is at the moment. That I actually quite happily stand by buses because I know the pollution is going to rise more. But you get that you get that warm updraft, don't you? It's it, it's so satisfying, um, and also also when 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 you go over those gratings and things, and it's it it's it's a very it, it it's a very user friendly city. I I I every time I go there, I think mm, warm. Um, <laughs> but in, in in summer, it's a bit of a problem. Oh yes, well that's tourists, you see. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Nadine, uh, na, na, not Nadine Doris, uh, Suella Braverman has a solution for that. It's called Rwanda. Um, <laughs> don't get me started, please don't get me started, because we've got we've 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 got to we've got to deal with Lee, I think, um, at, at at some point today, haven't we, Mr. Anderson? Lee, uh, am I am I right? He used to be called Thirty P Lee. He's still called Thirty P Lee. He is called Thirty P Lee. I, 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 I'm only just discovering about him, and, I, and it's not a pleasant discovery. Um, and I don't understand how somebody who can be so vile could be in charge of <laughs> electioneering. Um, but then, of course, he has form because of his doorstep uh, ruse. But We'd I'm managed to record him setting up the apparently spontaneous doorstep encounter beforehand. Watch and listen. You can just see Anderson on the phone behind me. Don't just make out you, you don't no, make out you know who I am. You know I'm the candidate but not a friend. Alright. Uh, I'm out at Staff Car Park, have a quick look. Yeah. Alright, my daughter, I'll see you in a minute. See you at the time Anderson said the call was merely about campaign material. Alright, better turn this off. Some leaflets have just come for me, so in all my years filming elections I've long suspected that certain candidates have set up friendly voters to make them look that much more popular. But this is the first time we've caught some candidates. Rude, but I mean, blink. how many friends does he have? I don't think he has enough friends to... to we've to, seen to them. He took them to 10 Downing Street. He took four of them down there and showed four them Four of off. his friends? Four of his friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, these oh, are my oh, friends so... from childhood. Oh, right, right. So he could say, these are my friends. This is 10 Downing Street. Will you vote for us? <laughs> Um, because you know, that is now his job, isn't it? He, he is so. So he's got a particular method with the voters. Did you did you hear that? Did you hear the radio interview this morning? No. With, with a lady called Verity, Verity Cowley, Verity Conley, mm. Verity Cowley, I think. And she uh, and and I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember because you you, you know I, I used to teach philosophy. You teach Alex. Alex, you can help me here right now. I think there's a fallacy. And I was trying to think it's not... I'll tell you what I'm talking about when I'm talking about dishonesty. I'm talking about that video, that video that you did, where you asked a friend yeah, have you, to pose as have, an anti-Labour swing voter. 
Have, but, have you ever told a lie? But we're not. But we're not talking about me. But but this isn't. This isn't. No, well, you know. No, no, I'm no, not. No, no, no. Let's, let's, let's have a balanced conversation. Have you ever told a lie? Well, I've not asked somebody to pretend to be somebody that they're have not. You ever told a lie? No, I've not you asked that. somebody to pretend. Have you, have you? So Verity, have you ever told a lie? So yes or no answer. What I'm saying is, I've never asked somebody uh, so, to pretend so, to be so, something well, that they're not just that, to that's, further that's my campaign. I've not asked somebody. Have you ever told a lie? And I am asking have you, you whether that is dishonest. Well, just just answer the question, please. Have you ever told a lie? I mean, what what do you mean? We, as humans, you tell false yeah. truths to protect people. So you're a you tell false so, so, truths. So, you, so you're dishonest. I'm not so saying. You're what I'm saying is there is a concern that based on what happened when you asked a friend to pretend to be an anti-Labour swing voter and you were caught doing it on camera, there is a concern well, the thing is, the about thing is honesty well, no when concern. it comes to you. And yeah, I suppose I'm no just... But, and let's talk about that then, because I think that's really important. So we've established, we've established that you are already dishonest in the conversation because you've, you've admitted you tell lies. Let's talk about that video, though, Verity. Three weeks after that video surfaced, I was voted in as the first ever Conservative MP to be elected at a general election and beat Labour by 8,000 votes. So that's what the people of Ashfield think, and that's all that matters to me. OK, I think we'll leave it there. Thank you for your time. Yeah, well, make I sure you play that. all that. Make sure you play all that clip, Verity, because, you know, if you chop it... I'm going to struggle like to play... Leanne, I am going to struggle to play it all because <laughs> it is 10 minutes and we don't have 10 minutes of time, but... but... If, if you, if you chop it like I did last time, that's the last clip I did to Radio Nottingham. I want it all on, please. I'm not going to be able to play it all because it's ten minutes long. But this is also the... F I've well, not, you know, don't put any on. Pardon? But then don't put any on, and you should put it all on so it's so people get the clear message of what exactly has been said. So, I, I, you know, if... It's ten minutes long. I won't be able to play it all. But I will, you know... Yeah, but you can play it in sections. I, can't, I mean, I, I've got to refer it to a producer. That's how we work well, here. Then, we work well, as a then, team. But let, well, let, then, let me just listen to it. Too, let asking, me just I'm listen asking, to it. Yeah. And I'm just no, saying I'm to you... you not to put it on, then. I'm saying to you, I will, let me just listen to it. There is a way of playing yeah. it where we're not playing 10 minutes out, but we're getting a flavour of what is being said. So let me just go back yeah, and listen okay, to well, it. Let me refer it to my producer, uh, well, ask, uh, and we'll take... Well, and then we'll I'm asking you now not... No, 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 you're not listening to me. I'm asking you now not to play it. Why are you asking me that? Because I, I can't trust you to play to play the whole lot and be and be fair to me. Uh, do, we're we're supposed that? to be talking about my role as a chair. But no, no, have, no, you're not. Listening. Well, then we can just we're play that bit out. No, 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 no. L listen, please listen. We we're supposed to be talking about my role as deputy chairman, not the other stuff. But it all kind so of so you falls... went off at a tangent. If they don't that, no, it doesn't. It might do to you, but to me it doesn't. I came on to talk about, as a favour to Hugh, to talk about my role as, as, as the deputy chair. So don't play it, please. If you do, I will never, I will never give you anything again. I'm talking about you, and he kept on at this. Have you ever told a lie? Have, I think he asked her ten times. Wouldn't it be fun to go through modern conservative, um, uh, particularly PMQs, 
and look at what sort of uh, technically what sort of fallacies are being used like uh, what sort of fallacies are being used like the ignoratio elenchi is the is the big one um, which is where you basically ignore the question and answer another one which is yes. Boris Johnson's which, which is Boris Johnson's thing. That's what that's what he does. Yeah, we're going to deliver Brexit. Deliver Brexit. Yeah. Sorry, I knew him in the past. Uh, <laughs> obviously, obviously not like Nadine Doris. Um, it's it, it's it's not it's not hug a Boris moment. It's sort of um, yeah. Anyway. All hail the lava lamp. Nareen, who 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 is who is more disturbing, Liz Truss or Nadine Doris? Oh, that's a big question. That is a big question. Or are they interchangeable? I think they are interchangeable. <laughs> I think they are. What would happen? What would happen if you fused the two? Well, I'm worried that I did in my parody. To be honest, <laughs> I, saw, I saw the face of Liz, uh, the anger of <laughs> Boris, not like re re reciprocating the flirting at one point. And yes, I thought, but oh, they are the same. Do you not find? Did you not find it extraordinary looking at Liz the other day, that she's almost, she she she's now doing a sort of toothless smile. Mm. What is she holding her gums down? She's holding her gums down. What? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so, if it's a choice between the three of who you would hug, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you each different option. So, Max, you've got Mog, Truss. Sunak, who would you hug? Uh, Sunak, and then I'd reach down and grab his wallet. <laughs> I know, that's really mean. <laughs> there might not be anything in it. Um, who, who am I he doesn't know how hug? to use money. No, he doesn't, does he? He's terrible at it. Tim, yes. you've got Boris Anderson... Keir Starmer. Oh well, uh, Keir, Keir Starmer would be a non-starter because I, I I I know his friends from school. They're huggable. I think he is not. He's not a hugger. So that's a not that that would be like hugging a goalpost. That's not that <laughs> that that's not something I'm going to go into. So it's um, Lee Anderson and Boris. Well, it has to be Boris. I mean, I Lee Anderson. I would want to run away from that Lee Anderson. I mean, I want to get as far away. from from Lee Anderson as I possibly can. He he oozes that sort of Terminator look, don't, 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 yeah. don't you think? I, mean, he, I don't he, know he, if I'd give him that rugged, muscular build of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, <laughs> you can imagine fucked. him on the on the door on the door on on the doorbell. At least somebody he knows. I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back with the cameras tomorrow. <laughs> You're my only friend, Noreen. You've got if you don't talk, Liz Truss, Noreen Torres, and Theresa May. Ah. Oh. Oh, difficult. I think before I answer this, it's making me laugh because it reminds me of that game that you play at school. Is it like sex, marry, and avoid? <laughs> You've got three. Um, I won't go. I won't answer that one. Um, <laughs> but I, I'd have to say I'd, I'd have to hug Liz Trust only because I feel like I have been part of the trauma that she's that she's <laughs> had felt. So I just have to say I am sorry for my part in that. Um, an empathy hug. Yeah, yeah. Just and but as long as she gave me a, the smile at the end, just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you ever tried doing Mrs. May? No, I, I'll give anyone a go though. Do you know what I mean? No yeah. one's. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want my question to be misinterpreted. There, of course. Um... <laughs> 
or the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 I think I think when it comes to Liz Truss, I mean, you, it, it is that smile, isn't it? But but when it comes to Mrs. May, she has the most extraordinary wobbly mouth. It's like it's like looking at a cabbage on a bad day. Um, <laughs> a sort of vocal. If you could imagine a cabbage speaking, that would be Mrs. It's not it's not running through fields of corn. It, it's running through a vegetable patch, and there is Mrs. May giving advice. Um, don't, don't, don't you feel? Yeah, and now I've got images of that while, while she's dancing, which is a strange... Oh, yes, absolutely. absolutely. With the sound of music in the background, but instead of hills, it's corn, the corn is alive. Well, that also brings up ideas of Children of the Corn, which is a horror movie, which is pretty much what we're getting with this it is, it is, it is, It is what we're getting. <laughs> Noreen, on the subject of, um, of uh, Liz Truss, do you think do you think she's do you think she's um she's improved her hand work? I mean, because uh, her hand her hand jobs are terribly. No, no, no. You might want to rephrase that. Her hand her hand, hand movements are terribly um uh, lifeless, aren't they? They it is like looking at a puppet on a bad day. What what, what do you think? I, because you 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 have channeled um Liz Truss. So 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 um what. Your 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 hands are very expressive. <laughs> <laughs> you do you feel constrained. Um. <laughs> no, for quite free actually. Um, this I, is a political program. <laughs> this has all got a bit Nadine and Boris, hasn't it? Um, it has, it has. But I mean, you know, we 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 we're just going back to talk TV. Um, we'll be on talk TV any moment, any moment. <laughs> <laughs> To answer your question, yeah, I think they've like they've they've changed because they were already quite just like this and a claw now and then. Yes, um, <laughs> there's a finger. But the last the interview she just did, she did like sort of. Oh, this, she did. This she, she, she did the porridge, the the, the porridge stirring, porridge and stirring. Um, and like lots of like slicing salami. And she and she seems to have lost the. Let me be clear. Yeah, let me be clear. There's there's a few. She's added in some new ones. What she yeah. say about fattening, fattening the pig on market day really made me. Oh, laugh. that 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 was that was superb. In fact, I had to write that down, and I I was going to use that, <laughs> and, I, and then I didn't use it. I, you're fattening the pig on market day. <laughs> but and uh. also the but the hand things. It, when I look when I watched it, it looked like she was um trying to tell the interviewers that I'm going to pay you some more money if you be kind. Cheap. <laughs> <laughs> She's still uh, in 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 her in her article. Let's call it her article, uh, rather rather than when she was live. Uh, she still referred to Quasi Quateng's package as his prodigious package, um, which which I suppose goes with the hand movements. Um, but she uh, in the in the live interview, Quasi didn't really get a mention. No, no. Anything that basically, if in doubt, just get energy out. The energy just came up like. The, the energy comes with the hands, doesn't it? Energy comes with the hands. They're getting bigger <laughs> as the energy rises. Um, but, how, uh, did you, how, did, how long did it take you to come up with that script between Dory's and Boris? And do you actually think, or have you seen from what you've watched where they interact together, that there is flirting going on? Um, good questions. Um, firstly, it took me about an hour to come. It's probably the quickest I've written a script, actually, which... <laughs> It's worrying on one hand because when I first watched it, the interview, I thought I can't parody this. 
I think we spoke about this that last time I came on. I was like, this is beyond parody. Like when he started talking about the cow and the anatomy of a cow, I didn't know what, what I was watching. Um, it's... <laughs> I've got, I'm try- at the moment, I'm, I've got a project which is to, to master the, the form of the cow. So the cow. <laughs> cow- <laughs> but then weirdly, I started writing it and I was like, this is all just them on a date like that this is just yes getting on the cameras having a date and i i to be honest with you completely honest with you i didn't know much about nadine glory's like in the in the run-up really i've only in the last maybe year or so kind of come come into it more and every time i've watched her and every time she speaks about him it is literally just like there's so much love there that it's kind of to me quite obvious but i'm not sure if it is to everyone else no 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 it is (laughs) Don't, she's don't love that on camera. She doesn't mm-hmm. fancy him. Like she said it repeatedly. Like, and you can see the like this element of grimace in her face when she's saying it. To, to, I'm sort of playing devil's advocate here. But there's also these memes. I mean, Max, you, you have you seen these memes, Max? Yeah, yeah, the one where where she's in Parliament and she's looking at <clears throat> Boris, yeah, while he's speaking, yeah. But but also the thing, like when she when she hugged him, was it when she hugged him? She said, "I almost wet myself." Yeah. Oh my God! Did oh, so say did I. So did yeah. I. I, I have to <laughs> That's why I thought I was watching. It was just like a different. Uh, I was in a different reality for a moment. I thought, I how do you pa- how do you parody it? So that's why I thought I'll just take it to the next level. It's just sex. But paint me like one of your French girls wearing this, wearing only this. That's the end. Oh, I nearly wet myself with all the excitement. But there's also but there's also another problem. Is you have a Tory MP interviewing another Tory MP about what? What, what well, was I, the interview I, I, about? I, I, I think you're giving Nadine a lot of credit there. <laughs> um, Nadine, you know, I, I think we should simply be grateful that during that interview she was reasonably coherent. Maybe she got everything written down <laughs> somewhere. I, she can't read an auto cue, so I don't know where she wrote it. Um, well, the, interesting thing, the interesting thing you did say, Tim, was you didn't understand why she was her being plugged as a presenter because she seems useless at it at present. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the clips that she did, considering she was essentially either in the cabinet or a backbencher, did they go viral? Would that be a right term, or would they, they like? They did, but answers? but they went viral because she was incoherent <laughs> or extremely angry. Yeah, like incoherent and um. like the teeth <laughs> coming out and <laughs> something out of Alien. <laughs> Well, I, I could just say I don't understand, um, and I don't understand. But then, nor does she. So that puts us in the same bracket. As I said, <laughs> I would love to be interviewed by her. Oh, I'd love to interview her. I would love to find out if she actually has anything to say. You never know, Tim. I never. never I never. never, never maybe, may, maybe, maybe she could give me the entire, the entire uh, plot of her next novel <laughs> in, in, in sort of a five-minute, five-minute chunk. I'm, I'm a little doubt because. All the Tories seem to be quite corruptible and bribable. But then that comes, that segues us quite nicely into ECHR and what's happening well, I've, with I've, that. I've got, I've got £20 on my desk. That'll probably do. It would that probably, is probably do. probably all you need in this day and age. We are yep. cheap. We, we could talk about how they're all backstabbing Rishi right now. Nadine and Boris going on and interviewing. And Boris has clearly been going around making himself look presidential and touring all over the world. And then you've also got... Liz Truss coming out and going, I didn't do anything wrong. It was great. <laughs> it was you idiots that, that brought me down. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that, Max? 
like for Boris, it, it's either he wants to come back and be prime minister once again, or it's just a way of promoting himself because he's making a, a shitload of money um, doing speeches. Uh, doesn't he have a book coming out as well? So it's, he writes it. Yeah, or a ghost, ghost written book. Um, but it, 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 I, I think it's I think it's more about him promoting himself and because there's little chance of him becoming prime minister again. Um, and then prime minister for what? There will be an, a general election pretty soon and he's not going to be able to save the party at this stage. So I think he would prefer, I, I don't know, he's, he's of course very unpredictable, but I think it's a case of promoting himself. Now Liz Truss, really, I, I don't know what the hell she's up to because she she can't re, um, resuscitate her reputation. It's completely trashed. It's not mm-hmm. like she was, you know, stabbed in the back and then, you know, no, she she did it to herself. So I think it's, I really don't know what the hell she's doing. Maybe it's just a, another case of, um, you know, remember me. Maybe there's some time, maybe sometime in the future I can come back and uh, have some sort of senior role. But uh, but with Boris, it's about self-promotion. It's always been about self-promotion. Do you think there's actually a case that Liz Truss thinks that she could actually run as prime minister again? Or, I, I think in her in her mind in her mind yes, but in reality of, I don't think so. A lot of people have come out on Twitter defending her. You have the IEA back out. You've got young conservatives coming out. You've had conservative members and MPs coming out, and it's like wow, the party's actually almost in three different camps: mm-hmm. Liz Truss, Boris, and Sunak. But then there's also this extreme Brexiteer group. I don't think any of those three really land in the extreme Brexiteer group. Unless, unless I'm reading it wrong, I wouldn't say any of them are particularly far right in, in what they're saying. One was a Remainer. The other one flip-flaps. That's Boris. Between, you know, Ukraine, yeah, go and join the EU. UK, no, bad EU. And then you've got... Yeah, but the, uh, yeah, they're... Yeah, they're who's centre-left in his socialist policies. He's even libertarian. Yeah they're, yeah, they're not happy with Sunak at all because they, they see him as a socialist. <laughs> Uh, which is which is quite interesting but um yeah they're they're not happy also that he won without the backing of the party so he was nominated by the mps he didn't win uh, the support of the party members so that that's always stuck in their in their um in their what do you say crawl in their crawl yeah um <laughs> i forgot the term but it, it's uh, so that's something they want revenge for uh, but i don't know whether they'll go with Liz Truss or they'll prefer to have Boris back. But as you said, there are different camps. So it, it could be a case of who will win out. But whoever does win isn't going to hold on to power for very long because the country's in a disaster. I, 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 think, I think the question is really uh, who, who, who is potential leader of the opposition? And um, Rishi Sunak probably is not. He's going to resign. So I think people are lining up to see who can take that job. And uh, I, I dread the thought of Liz Truss as leader of the opposition. Um, you know, it's possible that we need to get ready for the revival of the Liberal Dem- Democratic, uh, of, of, of the Liberal Party. Um, we, we need to get ready for that because the Conservative Party is going to implode if it doesn't sort itself out within the next few months. It is doomed and will never recover. I'm not sure if it, I, I'm not, I think it is permanently split. I, there, there's so many different, there's like, because <clears throat> you used to have in the 80s and 90s, you could argue you had the real politic. They were just, they were trying to be practical. They weren't necessarily practical, hmm. but they were trying to be practical in their, or pragmatic in their outlook. 
less ideological. And this group seems to have the pragmatism elements in it. It has the libertarian elements and it has the far right elements in it. And I'm, I, I don't see how they can come together. Noreen, any thoughts from you on, on Liz Truss or Boris uh, in terms of preference or? I think in my head, Liz Truss <laughs> still thinks she is prime minister. So <laughs> <laughs> I think she just <laughs> she's been gone a while and she's like like, back. Tr- like Trump still thinks he's president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She doesn't think she's done any anything wrong. Um, and yeah, she's probably had a hard, bit of a hard time, but she she thinks in her mind. It's only she is and will continue to be. Um, and also I have this theory that she's like projected her consciousness into into Rishi. And so she she is <laughs> um but I and I think Boris, I, I sort of agree with you, Max, in terms of I don't I don't I don't I don't see him going again for Prime Minister, but I get this vibe like with a lot of people at the moment, um, that they're just loving this celebrity thing. I get this sense of like, oh, it's not just being an MP anymore, or I can do, I'm a celebrity, I can do these other things that will bring in just as much money and people, I'm in the papers, like it's an, almost an ego thing. So, I mean, obviously from my, my own parody comedy point of view, I'm enjoying that massively. I'm not sure how good that is for the, for the country, but <laughs> that would be my stance on <laughs> Rhys Morg. Rhys Morg is there as well. GB News. Uh, it's uh, GB, GB News. I, well, I, I was going to say I was looking at GB News this morning. I wasn't. Um, but I was looking at the sort of fallout from GB News. Stein. And it, it, it just seems so distressing. Um, there, you've got a, there you've got a company uh, which, which isn't even going to take, take, the, um, uh, take, take the smack on the wrist from Ofcom. And uh, a smack on the wrist from Ofcom is like being savaged by a fractious worm. Uh, it, it, it has no teeth. And, <clears throat> uh, and, 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 and they're expecting Stein to pay for... Um, can, can, you, can you explain to that maybe to people who don't understand what's going on? Um, Mark is, is Mark Stein, isn't it? Mark, Mark yeah. Stein, the Birmingham boy, um, who's described as Canadian. Um, they're very interesting. If you, if you look up Mark Stein... Uh, apparently, when he was at school, he had Tolkien's Latin book. Wow! Isn't that extraordinary? Wow. Look what's happened. That is him. extraordinary. Um, anyway, Mark, Mark 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 Stein did an interview a while ago with a lady who was a sort of conspiracy theorist about the pandemic, and and whipped this up, and um, and this seems to have been uh, this. Uh, I think there are one hundred and fourteen complaints so mild to Ofcom and uh, um, uh, GB News is certainly expecting um, a fine and a slap on the wrist but it said that any fine would be paid by, by Stein not by them. Now I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Stein's at all. Um, I mean I, I remember him saying some pretty foul things about Muslims um, in fact, I think it was almost a blueprint for Suella Braverman. Ooh, I like that. I'm going to have that. Let's call it Invasion of the Albanians. Um, and uh, uh, so, so I think he's got a lot to answer for. But I think if you're working for an organisation, uh, and particularly if the organisation doesn't let you put forward your own defence, you certainly shouldn't be paying. 
but also they, they have to take responsibility because they, they are the, they edited it. They so, put yeah. it out. They put it out exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, I, I, I hope in time Talk TV will take responsibility for Nadine and Doris. But um, <laughs> I, I don't think it got as many views as maybe it deserved. I'm pretty sure all four of us get more views on YouTube than a lot of GB News. Because you look at what GB News does in terms of their program content. And I don't think they actually understand how YouTube works. They just shunt out material um, without well, really processing it or understanding it and interestingly the rejoining you party has started going on there quite a bit now like they, they invited the north coordinator john falch onto onto gb news recently john felch, and it was it. it was very interesting because they were asking for material that they could then use and gb news just seemed to have this attitude of we don't have time but just help yourself you can have anything you want it was almost like that just doesn't sound very professional it sounds like you're struggling i mean we can see well, that they are Europe. struggling yeah, well, we, 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 we should all volunteer to, to go onto GB News and take it over. Um, I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure we could do we, we could have a whale of a time. I, I think they, I think they did quite well during the pandemic because they presented this alternative view. Um, but um, and, and they, they hope to, to capitalize on the culture wars, but that's not really working out. There's like the the vicar. What's his name? I don't remember his name. Calvin. Yeah, like, he he puts out him. some videos. So the, the videos do quite well, I've noticed on on Twitter. But but there, I don't think there are actually people watching the show. You know, it's on Sky, it's on um, uh, pay per view, I think. It's or you can find it on um, on on TV. But I don't think the viewing on TV is so the the actual audience that they're hoping to to focus on is actually watching the show. Yes. Um, is, 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 is Twitter dying as well? Yeah. I was introduced to Twitter and Instagram when I was on Channel 4. I didn't understand either. I don't understand either now. I've never made any money out of either. I, I feel every so often I have to feed the beast. But um, I, I, Twitter, I just don't understand. I don't get Twitter. You can, it seems that you can only make tick money on TikTok and YouTube. Everything else, they make money out of you and your content. Well, tick, tick, TikTok, I can't do TikTok. I mean, and, and Instagram, I feel I Instagram is only there if you want to sell ASOS bikinis. And I don't, I don't think that's my market. <laughs> oh, I think you look great in a bikini. Oh, uh, Noreen, you're, you're you charming. <laughs> or a mankini. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it was... <laughs> It would be looking like an Archimandrite on a day off. It'd be like it would be it would be like Patriarch Kirill going on his boat. No, no, we don't we don't, we don't want that at all. Um, but <clears throat> uh, yeah, anyway. So, oh, bullying on the subject of Patriarch Kirill. Did you know that Patriarch Kirill has now been exposed uh, quite quite definitely as a KGB member, as a KGB agent? He was he was more important than um, uh, than President Putin. He was working in Switzerland. And probably has got a family, a wife and kids in Switzerland. Wow! Is, uh, it came out sometime did, last yes, year. Yes, I did hear about it briefly in the news, but I didn't. I didn't read about it. What, what was the? So he's more powerful than Putin. Well, probably yes. As, as a KGB agent, Putin was really just a handbag carrier in Berlin, mm. and uh, so so I think what both of them have done is use their is, is use their influence, uh, probably the things they know. Uh, to 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 engineer for themselves new jobs and better jobs and uh, and Putin of course used gang members in St Petersburg and he got to be president 
and Kirill got to be patriarch and they're sort of running the operation and it's quite um I, I i on many occasions when i was in moscow i was caught behind Kirill's motorcade or pushed to the side of the road by Kirill's motorcade it went on and on it was bigger than putin's wow Mind you, putin's not very big you know he's in the kubinsky heels um <laughs> lifts so uh, how long did you spend in in moscow well, I never, I, I made a point of never, never spending more than a month at any one time. But uh, uh, one year, definitely, I was, I was in Moscow sort of for a month, and I was back in the UK for a week, and then back in Moscow, and um, so I got to know it very well. And uh, it's, it, it's a very interesting, very beautiful place. Um, mm. But, uh, but, 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 but yes, I was often lined up in the university as somebody who has to shake hands with the big, with the big guys. Uh, and told that I have to speak Russian, which was always a strain. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and and meeting Putin, I, I had I had to go and change afterwards. Um, it was um, it was disturbing. Um, Medvedev, as a result, wow. Medvedev, I, 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 Medvedev, mm. I can say, has a handshake like a wet cabbage. So actually, he's got a lot in he got a lot in common with Mrs. May, hasn't he? Really, <laughs> it's, they both belong in a vegetable patch. Um. That's quite interesting. <laughs> Mrs. Oh, and no, no, both of them, both of them have had life after office. So Mr. Medvedev, Mr. Medvedev has now recreated himself as the as sort of the demon uh, threatening uh, nuclear annihilation, um, and, uh, and and Mrs. May is standing behind Boris, sort of wagging her finger. Uh, so, so it's basically the same, really. Slightly diff slightly different level of punishment. But, so um, what, what position is he in now? Is he was he given the position of prime minister? He's I think obviously he's, he was the only other president apart from I Putin. I think he's head of the party. Years. He's head of the party. Oh wow! Like, so he's like, been kept... a bit like Lee Anderson. Lee Anderson. He he is the communist. He is the not the communist. Uh, the uh, Russia United. He is the uh, he, he he is the uh, the Moscow equivalent of Lee Anderson. And both preaching death. One by nuclear weapon. One individually, death. one at a time. I don't know which one's yeah. worse, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's disturbing. So with that in mind, who who would who would be our equivalent of Prigozhin, Putin's chef? I I I I would suggest possibly Suella Braverman. Yes. Uh, but I, I could what? say Lee Anderson because he's thirty P Lee, and she <laughs> thinks, thinks we can all make um, unlimited amounts of food at that price. I mean, such a I'm gonna I'm gonna go on to ECHR because I think that oh, right. Very that good. ties in quite nicely with Russia. So obviously we've been talking about ECHR in the news quite a bit over the week in regards to the government repeatedly saying they're gonna pull out. And it seems to be in relation to immigration and sending people to Rwanda. Max, do you wanna do you wanna give us a bit of a lowdown on this? Yeah, so the European Court of Human Rights, the the Brexiteers and the the far right want the UK to pull out of it. There are some cons there are problems with that because in in particular to the Good Friday Agreement. So the Good Friday Agreement when it was signed um and it was supported by both North and South and the Republic of Ireland, um there were changes to the Irish constitution. On the UK side, they introduced the Human Rights Act. Um now the Human Rights Act is uh if that was to if that was to be impacted by remo re removal from the European, European Court of Human Rights, it could impact the Good Friday Agreement. 
so I don't believe that the UK government is going to actually... There's a lot of this, uh, and I, I covered it in a video this week, where they were talking about this back in 2015, before the Brexit referendum. So they've been always talking about, yeah, we need to get out of the European <coughs> Court of Human Rights. Um, they, they, they use rhetoric such as, it's a foreign court, even though there's a there's a British representative on it. They even said, one guy said this week about how, well, Russia is part of it. Russia haven't been part of the European Court of Human Rights since last year. They were kicked out during the uh, following the invasion of Ukraine. So it's it's always used as as a, a as a response to an econ- uh, sorry to a, a migrant crisis. Uh, we need to get out. Farage has used it. Um, the, certain Tories have used it. But at the end of the day, I think it's just rhetoric because the consequences would be there would be serious consequences on the Good Friday Agreement if that happened. Um, the Americans would impose sanctions on Britain and the EU would impose sanctions on Britain and there's no real there's no real benefit in actually getting out because it's because it's at the end of the day it's British judges that will decide if people can remain in the UK or not the the, the focus is always on 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 left-wing lawyers or whatever but the left-wing lawyers if you want to call them that they bring the case to the judge and the judge makes the final decision based on the rule of law on the so rule of law, awesome, which is what they've created, and based on some guidelines as well. I feel like it's just. To, I feel like the, it's just talk because if it did happen, I mean, it's going to just create a cataclysmic, um, just like load of madness. It from from what I kind of understand of it, it just seems it, like it's used as a as a, a, a fear builder, something just to spread fear and help control situations and pass the buck on to, to other people. But it, And also with this whole sense of the stuff with, with the Russian interference in the investigation and things, it just feels like it's something, oh, if we don't, if we, don't um, if we get rid of that thing, then they, they can't go any further. We can't, we don't have to delve, delve in. It's just, it just seems like it would make no sense to, to not have it, from, from, from my opinion. Unless, unless it was for self-preservation purposes is if the if the court case goes ahead with the echr so it's being thrown out by high courts so uh caroline lucas and member of the smp and ben bradshaw have all taken this to the high court saying there's been interference and the high court judge threw it out saying i don't think that this is applicable and i don't think you provided enough evidence to show this and they went to the echr and they've gone through from the first stage to the second stage saying that we feel that this has merit in terms of being investigated as to what and, and essentially the question is are is the british government allowing russian interference if that's happening and they're not investigating that means that we're not having free and fair elections which is illegal under article 3 protocol 6 i think it is of the echr uh, european court of human rights well, you're assuming uh, that Britain knows that the Britain knows and invited that Russian interference. Of course, there's Russian interference, but they're denying it. So Grant Shapps, Boris Johnson, and Dominic Raab have all said. So basically, the report came out and stated <laughs> that no one had been bothered to investigate since the Scottish referendum, which did have interference. So the Scottish referendum had interference. No arguing about that. <clears throat> The report then said, we don't know if there was interference in any election or referendum post the Scottish referendum, because no one has investigated. And they then went on to say, in fact, we're pretty sure they are actively refusing to investigate this because they don't want to look into it. So that then comes on to that interesting thing of 
why? Dominic Roll came out and said, well, the investigation didn't show there was any interference. And Grant Shapps came out and said, well, it didn't show there was any interference. And Boris, before the report and after the report, said there wasn't any evidence of interference. It's like, well, of course there isn't, because you didn't investigate and you're deliberately not. Uh, Tim, what were your thoughts on this? The various things that, uh, that the Rishi Sunak says he's got to get done, trade, cost of living, sorting out. He doesn't really speak about Brexit, but I suppose he's got to get Brexit done as nobody has. And then immigration. And the easiest of those is immigration. Because you just kick up a lot more noise and you get Suella Bravman to thump the dispatch box and say invasion in a sort of uh, querulous way. It strikes me that although Suella Bravman is, is threatening Rwanda by the end of this year, even if she threatens it, it probably will be so challenged in the courts it won't be able to happen. In the same way, the government can threaten leaving the European Court of Human Rights. Uh, but again, it's not likely to happen before the end of the parliament and the next um, general election. So I, mm. I, I suggest that both these things, Rwanda and the European Court, are election winners rather than rather than serious propositions. And they're not going to get my vote, I'm afraid. Uh, you know, if, if this is the way the Conservative Party wishes to go, you know, I, I will fight against it vigorously. I, I, I'm somebody, I, I've won a case in the European Court of Human Rights. Um, it took 11 years. My partner was tortured and we took the case, my partner was tortured in Greece and we took the case eventually to the European Court of Human Rights. It took, as I said, it took 11 years. The European Court of Human Rights found in our favour um, and we, um, and it also uh, insisted on Greece changing four different laws, which 20 years later it still hasn't done. So one one could point out, I, I could point out from my own personal experience, the European Court of Human Rights uh, has about as, as many teeth as Ofcom. It also is a bit of a fractious worm, but there are some fractious worms which I think, you know, a good garden needs worms in it. And, it, um, and a lot of international organisations need teeth. Um, well, I was I was talking with Noreen about the League of Nations uh, earlier this week in regards to the fact that one of the reasons it failed to stop World War II didn't have any teeth, yes. which is why we then set up all, arguably set up three institutions, the EU, the UN and the ECHR. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting as well, because I think Nigel Farage was on TV saying... Actually, Andrew, is actually Andrew, what it's Andrew, about. You and I totally understand where this court comes from. Yeah. And I understand why it was set up. And I get why Churchill and British lawyers were behind doing it. Yeah. I get all of that. But with respect to that argument, yeah. that was 75 years ago. We are now living in a very different world. You yourself talked well, about... we aren't, are we, Nigel? We well, aren't living well, in a different world. We're well, still well, we getting situations, in... you know, we've still had uh, well, horrible there's... situations in Europe where uh, where the equivalent of Holocaust have been taken place or, or the equivalent where? ethnic cleansing where? Uh, in, in Kosovo, uh, in ah. the ex-Yugoslavia. Ah. These, these all happened. 30 they, they years are, ago. Yeah, 30, 30 years, years ago, those and, horrible and, things you know, did the happen. Ones, the ones, uh, you, know, the, 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 you know, history is... If you don't learn from history, if you say it will never happen again because it was in the past, then you're e e instantly condemning yourself to recreate those problems. But also the Ukraine. <laughs> like, all the stuff going over, on over there. That will eventually be brought to the ECHR. They mm. need teeth. And they need to be able to look after individual citizens.
Because what we found in history is when you allow governments to do what they want, which is what this government seems to be doing, they can get out of hand. I mean, most of, most of history, we've been in dictatorships. Some people call it a monarchy. It's a dictatorship. That's all it, that's, that's all it is. It's just under the guise that religion is backing it. Whereas in some dictatorships, they don't have religion backing them. Well, religion really, and I, philosophy. I Plato also backed it. He called it in, aristocracy. Uh, what, the Republic. Yeah. So. And the, also, so, and also in the uh, attempt, and also uh, in the attempt in Syracuse. So be careful. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you're absolutely on. correct on that. Except one of the most interesting things with Plato stuff is because it's all written. We don't know if there's, a, we don't know when he's being sarcastic, and we don't know the tone, which then well, leaves it to a huge level of ambiguity. We know it was, we know it was hacked off with democracy as well because they killed Socrates, philosophy teacher. So Our this, understanding this... of democracy has changed, Alex. Yes, yes. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you, you know, I, 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 always, I always feel when, 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 when you're here, I, I need to burst into some Greek philosophy simply because of your <laughs> name, Alexandros. Um, and, uh, but... <laughs> yes, uh, I shall restrain myself. I'm restraining myself. Can, can, I, can I just ask an un, unrelated question? I, I notice you have a, a nice lava lamp there, Alex. Yes, this is brand new. This is this is from the uh, Glow Company. They've uh, sent me a, a lovely little lava lamp. Which, sorry, Tim. What, it's like a licorice all sort. It's wonderful. Yes, I I it's was thinking patchy. little juice. Yeah, it, yeah. When, <laughs> when, when 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 it stops doing its bubbling, you could eat it. <laughs> Two for one. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I would peel off all the black licorice stuff because I don't like licorice. Oh, from like a child. <laughs> so, are you, are you a licorice fan, Noreen? Sorry. Are you a licorice fan? I hate it. What? I, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm so pleased. Do you, do you, do you, do you, do you think Liz Truss would hate it too? I could imagine her doing some quite sort of careful. Fingering of, li of licorice. You know, sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> See, I think she, as long as it's covered in cheese. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> so she, she, she would remove the cheese from the licorice. I think, wouldn't she? Yeah, in the um, shape of a, like some sausage, pork sausage. <laughs> uh, okay, we, we we really need to get back on track. Um, bullying, oh, just, bullying, just bullying, we'll, Mr. Wall. We'll, we'll put a link in the description and in the comments section. If you type words, if you, which will take you to their Facebook page, they're giving away a, a lava lamp. All you have to do is just go over to their Facebook page and type in Sunday Roast or All Hail the Lava Lamp. They'll pick someone at random I and that person right. will be sent a lava lamp as long as you're in the UK because of Brexit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they can't Absolutely. export to the EU. Shock. <laughs> will, 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 they be, will they be able to take it to Northern Ireland? Oh my! You just had to get contentious. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just think you know, Good Friday agreement and all that sort of stuff. No, I, I think Northern Ireland should UP. be okay as long as it's not a sausage. So it does. It, it does have that sort of sausage-like shape, doesn't it? What the lamp? The lamp. Yes. <laughs> That's a bit. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, you know, you know, you could you could imagine that being produced in in the sort of in, in the fields of Lincolnshire. Or a Lee Anderson food bank. A Lee Anderson food bank. Take that and be happy. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of the, the sexual tension between Boris and Nadine, that lamp. I think that tells the story. Where would it be placed? You oh, no. Let me, um, <laughs> place, place between them. In for another hug. Um, 
Right. Uh, uh, bullying. Bullying from Rob. Can we please get on? Bullying from Rob. That is our last topic. Yeah. Alex, I, I don't know if you in if, for when this show goes up, I, I don't know if you can include the clip of um, Dominic Rab staring at Keir Starmer. I don't know if you saw that. And he does that weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could definitely do that. And he does that weird <laughs> thing with his lips where he's like, mm, and you're like, yep. and then is there, that and then threat there's, then there's or is he liking this yummy moment? I don't, I don't understand. He's thinking, he's thinking of Chianti and fava beans, I believe, at that moment. <laughs> And, and and going back to the beach on uh, on, on, on Crete <laughs> yes. while, while 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 Kabul burns. Um, Wants to eat Keir Starmer's face. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Keir Starmer's face is is, is full of uh, resonant, resonant. That's another R he could use. Resonant, uh, resilient, and wretched. Um, robotic. <laughs> robotic. <All> robotic. <laughs> I mean, Boris is literally the only non-robot in that entire group, isn't he? Rishi. Well, yes. Boris actually, it, it, it's like it, it's like having a rag doll, isn't it? Uh, as, as opposed to a mechanical arm. Well, that mechanical arm that is that that is that that is Liz Truss, isn't it? And um, and and then and then and then the sort of um, the, the 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 simpering the, the, the simpering um, incoherence of Nadine Doris. Um, there's another chapter. <laughs> there are a bunch of bullies, aren't they? Patel, Doris. Uh, when, I think Boris is just in his own little head so much that he doesn't even think about other people. But they're all a bit—they're all a bit vicious. Even Gavin Williamson had education, did an Gavin advert Williamson. saying, Gavin "Don't Williamson. bully." The guy with Gavin the wind. Williamson. Dreadful, dreadful, dreadful. Go, Gavin. Go, go. It—it—it's uh, like savage by savage <laughs> by Mr. Bean. It's a, um, or or, or Forrest, Forrest Gump. It's it's. Oh, Gavin Williamson. I'm I'm so pleased he's gone for a little while uh, uh, with, with his spider. Apparently, yes, he is a Spider-Man, isn't he? Yeah. Yes, he had a tarantula on his desk and a whip. Yeah, an actual physical whip. But but in contrast to all these, Chris Heaton <laughs> Harris is really face. Chris Heaton <laughs> Harris is charming. Have you met who? Gavin? Met, He's no, charming. Have you, have you met Chris Heaton Harris? Uh, no, but uh, yeah, he he does come across as a reasonable individual, he's, even he's even though he was from the ERG. Yeah, I think he was only briefly there, and I didn't realise he was. But um, but he, he's a nice man. He's a nice man. He, he he tried to persuade me to to um to stand, oh. and I almost did. I almost did, and then I realised I would be I would be under Mrs May, and I thought no, I'd already come up against her and Andrea Ledsom, and I thought no, 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 no. That was about that was about student visas. But you wouldn't to run through the cabbage fields with her. Well, I, 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 wellies were on, wellies were on and primed. I was, <laughs> wellies were on and soiled indeed, um, <laughs> self-soiled. <laughs> I was, but yeah, and, and, I, and I went through all the preliminary stuff and, uh, and then I just thought, no, I pulled out at the thought of Mrs May, really. And um, Mrs May and girls. It seems like you've been approached by a couple of parties to run. Yes. Yes, and, and and every 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 time I've been every time I've been doing some councillor stuff, um, the the Labour people have always sidled up to me and said, "When are you coming over to us?" And I thought, well, yes, it's sort of, it, it's very sweet. I I feel, feel like I, a, I would like love a, to see you in the House of Commons. <laughs> <laughs> I would enjoy it. I, but I but you'd have to be in opposition. That's the thing. I, I, yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't be. In, you you couldn't imagine me as a minister, could you? Really? Uh, <laughs> oh, I could. <laughs> Giggling over something serious. The Minister serious. of Fun and Joy. <laughs> <laughs> that is your sole aim. Oh, yeah. 
robe on. I think you'd have to be there with your robe on. I'd have to be there with the, well, you know, that that just puts me in the House of Lords, doesn't it? Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Final question. If you could be a minister of something, anything, you could be creative as I was just then, or you can be as serious as you'd like. What ministerial position would you take? And what would be the one thing that you'd like to enact whilst minister of that department? I'd just like to take over the, minister, the, the ministry, which was previously the digital media, culture and sport. I don't think I'd know what to do with the sport bit, but culture gives so much to our country and it's so short-changed. Um, and Ofcom is not an answer to everything. We, we need to make sure that the arts are properly supported. We need to make sure that television is properly supported because it's, a, it, it's an extraordinary source of information uh, and, and it's a comfort to so many people. Um, and we need to make sure, actually we do need to make sure that, um, that, 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 that sport and, um, and creativity, it's not just everything, everything else that you, that you don't think is important. This is how we measure whether or not our society has value. Yep. What we do, um, what, what, what we do when we are not just trying madly to survive. And, and that is why I find it so distressing that it's been managed by a series of twits, one after the other, from Oliver Dowden to Nadine Dorries to Michelle Donnellan to now I think Lucy Fraser. Uh, it's one after the other. All of these people have failed at their other jobs. Lucy Fraser failed in justice and she was there with Rob. So I'm, maybe she felt bullied. Um, I don't know. Who could tell? Uh, I don't think Dominic Raab could tell the difference between robust and bullying. But, you know, uh, maybe Lucy, Lucy Fraser has an angle on that. But I imagine she's not going to do very much for this ministry. I would. I would do something for it. Um, you know, Fleming in, 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 in equity to... To, to represent everybody because some because when equity joined with the um variety artists federation in the 1930s the variety artists federation had an idea that if you were in entertainment in any form if you had an audience you had a right to be represented by a union and equity which which comes late into the game it came in the late 1930s um it decides that its job is to validate who is and who is not and uh, uh, and, and a um an appropriate performer. So there are plenty of people who are being manipulated and uh, and abused by management, which is precisely why there was a union set up in the first place. We go back to all the days of the early music hall and the first walkout and the first strike. Um, and, and that was because people were being manipulated and abused by management and we mustn't let it happen. And if people want to join a union, they can. But uh, when I asked Fleming, you know, where, where, where do people people are on television who are not represented who represents them and he doesn't want to answer nope. and we need a, a, a ministry that's going to answer those questions if um if, if the union isn't very good uh for me probably education um and the first thing i do is uh make it mandatory that critical thinking skills are part of the curricula um the curriculum because it is desperately needed and I think it would change so many things in society. If you could if you could start off there, you'd have a completely different approach to the media. You'd have a completely different approach to politics. Uh, so that's what I would do. Not very interesting, but not funny, not interesting. Uh, Noreen, what, what, what about yourself? What would you do? Um, I 
actually think without repeating um you tim i think i've got would have to do culture of media and oh, again sports come not, with me come with me I'm, 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 I'm there with you um sports not again not so much i mean a bit of basketball i could do but that's that's about it um but in terms but you can of, appreciate it can't you i can yeah from a distance yeah. um <laughs> with with media and uh with culture i just think i would first of all just make sure that everyone knew knows how to work an auto cue like i think like basic skills within with parliament you know you don't have to be the best communicator you don't have to do it but just make sure everyone has a certain level i mean obviously i want to help the rest of the country but i think that's quite a big place to start um and also maybe the gatekeeper to stop um mps who you shouldn't maybe go into um the celebrity world <laughs> stopping them <laughs> and then giving Matt Hancock who... no more <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, have, have pity for Matt Hancock. He's going to have no life after this parliament. <laughs> poor man, poor man. He's stuck in the stationery cupboard with Gina Collodangelo. Ooh, give me an HB pencil with a rubber on the end. <laughs> uh, I'd be the minister for finding corruption. That would be a great job. Like rounding up all the, all the ministers, all the people that are corrupt in throwing in jail. Maybe... Minister for finding all the racists as well and rounding them up and doing something horrible to them or re-educating would you, them all. Would you need a Would you need a guillotine? <laughs> you, no, you, you I can arrange something. Revolution, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, no, but I, Alex. Just need, I just need the tarantula Cronus. That's all I need. Ah. <laughs> um, we didn't. We didn't do the introductions. We no. did do the introduction, did we not? No. Oh, oh why no, didn't we do okay. them, Alex? Don't worry, I'll I'll do. I'll make sure there's a bit of a plug for your for your, for your channels on there to make up for it. I'll figure something out, even if it's just a voice recording. I'll, I'll put that in. It was it was because I I went sort of wild, isn't it, at the beginning? <laughs> Marine, I'm so sorry. I, no, no. I... And on that note, <laughs> everyone. Bye bye. Bye.